0: Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: All right. Thanks for joining iSmart Podcast. I have Wayne Ledoux. He is the CEO and founder of Ledoux Enterprises. Wayne, thanks for being on the show today.
2: Thanks for having me, Tom.
1: Yeah, so um, so we were, so I, you know, I've heard a lot about um, you know, Ladue Enterprises. We we've talked about it, and you know, if you could just go into how you got into this business, what it is, and then um, you know, a little bit about your founder story and how you got to this point.
2: Sure. Um. So, Ladue Enterprises. We are a a, a digital marketing firm that specializes in high ticket lead generation for uh, mostly home improvement services. So. Uh, we actually got our start in the solar industry doing uh, lead generation and um, lead conversion for people that were looking to get get off of the grid and reduce their energy bill, um, connecting them with some highly qualified solar companies and, uh, you know, just making the, making the deal happen there. And um, slowly over time expanded through just, you know, um, personal experience. For example, my dad is a roofer, so we do a lot of roofing uh, contracts as well. We also have a local plumbing company that we do business with, and so uh, pretty much, if uh, if there is a home service that needs to be taken care of, we can connect uh, the provider with the consumer. Cool.
1: Uh,
2: as far as you know, how we got our how we got our start, and you know, a little bit about what uh, what drove me here is I've actually been in sales and marketing for the better part of ten years. I started back in two thousand nine at a uh, real estate marketing company called Z fifty seven out in Mir Mesa and uh, they actually gave me my first chance and um, thankfully they, they gave me more of a chance than, um, than, I, than I deserved. Um, they hired me on the spot after moving here two weeks in San Diego and for the first 90 days I kept coming home to my wife thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job. I'm <laughs> <mad."
1: laughs> right,
2: you know, and- um,
1: the, rough, the, rough <laughs> yeah, the, the rough years.
2: Yeah, the rough years, the cutting your teeth as it were. <laughs> Um, and I don't know what ended up happening, but they should have fired me in January of one of the years, that very first year they didn't. And, um, in January, I only had two sales for the marketing, for for the marketing firm, but they kept me on in February and I don't know what clicked, but it went from two sales to 23 the next. Wow. Yeah. So there was a big jump, something ended up clicking and, uh, kind of the rest is history. I spent the rest. Uh, I, I spent the rest of the probably about six or seven years in the real estate field, um, working with SEO and websites and learning about title tags and meta tags and yeah stuff that really used to be very very heavily influenced back then. Um, then lo and behold, here comes Facebook, of course, you know, and then they open up their ad platform and they buy Instagram and yeah, opens up a whole nother realm of possibilities. But long story short, is I ended up getting sick of real estate. I had a buddy that was doing business-to-business loans, and uh, so I decided to do that for six months, and man, I hated my life. Um, I'm good at marketing. (laughs) I'm good at putting plans together, but put me in front of numbers, and I start to nod off.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not not a super numbers guy. You know, I like ideas and concepts, you know. People often, when I was younger, you know, would say, Tommy, you're in the clouds. You know, get out of the clouds, you know. (laughs) Um, so I completely understand that, you know, it's a, it's a very, there are certain things that we're good at. There's certain things that we're not good at and being able to identify, un- identify those things earlier on, um, really like expedites the whole process and growth. So, so cool. So you got out of that and then you, you know, you got out of the whole loan and sales business. And then what did you do after that?
2: Uh, we ended up actually in the solar industry. Um, solar is actually a very fascinating subject just simply because at this point, It's actually providing more jobs for America than oil, coal, and natural gas combined. Wow. Which is huge.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that.
2: Um, But the problem, especially back then, was that the solar industry really didn't know what marketing was. Everybody was just buying leads from third party companies and those leads were shared with 10 other of the competition and it just kind of became a race to the bottom. And you know, at that point I had seven, eight years of marketing experience. And um, I was like, what are we doing? Why aren't we like I know that when you buy leads, all you're really doing is leasing somebody else's sales funnel and then paying a premium on that byproduct. And the byproduct is the lead. That's all leads are is a byproduct right. of marketing. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is these guys, they generate the lead for five, 10 bucks and then they sell it for 50, 80, hundred dollars to seven other people. That's how they, that's how they make their money. Yep. When in all reality, you know, any business that is really trying to grow and and maintain sustainable growth should be generating its own leads. It should own its own data.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very important piece of it. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. Tom. And I don't know if you've seen that movie on Netflix, it's called the great hack.
1: Oh yeah. The great hack. Yeah, that was great.
2: Yeah. Um, it was literally
1: movie. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, they they were they were they actually mentioned the fact that data has actually surpassed gold in value.
1: Right. Very weird, and a lot. And one of the other very common uh, topics now is that people need to own their data, um, and that data is being sold across all different platforms and other countries like China are being able to influence and own our data as well. Like TikTok is owned by a Chinese company and people don't know that, but TikTok's oh, massive, I didn't know that. you know, and it, a lot of uh, FBI and federal agents, they cannot have TikTok on their phone because they don't want China being able to steal data.
2: <laughs> I did not know that actually. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was yeah, that kind of blew my mind when I started to see these federal officials and government officials saying, look, like, you're not allowed to have TikTok. I was like,
0: well, I mean,
1: I I don't like it anyway. So, you know, it didn't really affect my life too much, but others, I just, I literally just hurt their hurt their souls.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's crazy because TikTok has actually grown faster than it reached. It's where it's at right now, which is like what? 500 million, I think. Yeah. It reached that milestone twice as fast as Instagram did.
1: Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's doing, doing very, very well. So, so going back into um, what you were doing, how is, how is Lado Enterprises, how has how it really changed the game for solar? You, you guys are essentially producing the ads for these companies?
2: Yeah. So basically, what the, the whole mission behind Ladoo Enterprises when we started was to take solar out of the dark ages when it comes to marketing and really allow them, like you said, to own their data, to, to be able to, to have their own sales funnel that they own that was proprietary to them that was branded to them, that connected them with their consumers directly. Um, the, the, between, now and the, between then and now, things have changed a lot in the solar industry. People yeah. are starting to realize that, um, that they shouldn't be paying for leads. They're starting to realize that Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn are, are the ways to go when it comes to being able to build these things. But um, I, I actually, <laughs> even though he's kind of direct competition... I actually credit bill murphy a lot with it there's a guy named bill murphy that the, oh, yeah. uh, he he's created the solar cheat code and he does a lot of education he's he's built out a really awesome program um kind of wish i would have done it myself but the the difference between what he does and what i do is i'm more of a done for you service it's just like hey you know get away from the laptop get away from the computer you know go out and spend your time with your prospects let us become the 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 marketing firm or or your, your in-house marketing firm for lack of a better term.
1: Right. Yeah. sounds like it sounds like it's a huge necessary force and this solar is still growing and scaling through this whole thing. So it's fantastic. Um, how have you been able to create multiple streams of revenue within either Lado or through different businesses?
2: Um, well, I've, I've got a few different things going on right now. Um, I'm actually part of a a group called power P O W U R. I don't know if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of and I hate to put it this way, but it's kind of like um if you mixed selling solar with an MLM. Okay. That I have the ability as a member of power to go in and um recruit a couple people that I can put under me. What I do is I go in and I generate the leads as if I was my own client. But then I give these guys the leads and then they go sell the solar and I make money off the overrides. Nice. Yeah. So there's, it's kind of like, like I said, being my own client. So I don't really even need to do anything different than what I do for the 27 other solar companies that I'm doing business with. You know, I just set up, I just set up the same exact system. I brand it under my brand and I let my guys do what they do best.
1: That's super um, cool. Gotta,
2: yeah. Um, so that's, that's definitely a huge opportunity for anybody that's, um, that, that's, looking for a change in regards to like, you know, maybe doing something a little bit different or, um, you know, making an impact on the world, especially considering, you know, all the COVID stuff. Um,
1: so it sounds like a fairly simple way of creating an additional stream of revenue because, you know, if you're good at marketing, we have a lot of media guys, marketing guys, um, really intelligent people that are on the podcast that have been on the show. Uh, it sounds like something that, you know, they could easily add to their portfolio as something mm-hmm. they could sell. Um, I don't know of many people that are just like, Oh yeah, I'm in a, you know, solar company and, you know, I just produce kind of the leads and then I get paid for sales. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then they, they recently put out a pretty good commission structure where the the actual person that, sales, that sells the solar itself makes 70% of the commission that's below the red line. Um, there's a lot of good programs out there. And then they've also partnered a lot with real estate agents as well which considering my background is kind of a natural fit to where we partner with real estate agents and the real estate agents help, yeah. um, help. You know,
1: so my, my next question on all of these kind of structures, because I'm never against MLM structures, you know, there's something that, um, uh, Richard Brunson and, uh, Warren Buffett have in common and it's that they, there's two things. Uh, they both own islands and they've both invested into multi-level marketing companies. So <laughs> um, I'm never against MLM structures. I think they are, you know, they actually, there's many people that have say like rich dead, poor Dad says that, you know, MLM has been basically the newest thing that's came to business, you know, that has had a huge impact on business over the past decade. So. Um, for some people don't understand it and that's why they're scared of it. People that are confused that don't understand things are usually fearful of them. So my question usually when it comes to these kind of structures initially is like, you know, what are my profit margins? That's kind of more of a elongated kind of answer. Um, but the other question is like, how much is it, is it to get into it? Like with, with, um, with like Amway, you know, it's like, I think it's like 70, 80 bucks, 60 bucks, something like that to get into this whole thing. What is it to get into this power? Uh, it's like 49 bucks a month. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean for $49 essentially, if it works out and if you're good at marketing, you're good at selling then you can create another stream of revenue. That's the kind of things that we want to bring on the show. So fantastic yeah. job, Wayne. Um, uh, and one last thing we want to do, cause we're only doing about a 15, 20 minute podcast. We show you about, you know, key entrepreneurs that have created revenue streams and creating additional revenue streams, how you've been able to kind of, um, grow in within COVID-19. Uh, and the whole pandemic, how has your business been affected, and how have you been able to grow through it?
2: Um well, there's been a couple different factors. I'm glad you asked that, Tom. Um, so obviously, with uh, the majority of my business being local businesses, they all had a little bit of a freak out cow when um when this whole thing hit because it was like, well, you know, if we can't get into the home, then how are we gonna do their job? So in which case, you know what's the point of the leads? But um we've actually helped, I, I would say a good seventy five percent of the people that we're working with move fully digital. So, um, we're talking like we'll do the entire lead generation and the, the automation process and deliver the leads to the client via, you know, email, text, Google sheet, CRM system, the whole nine yards um, so that that way it's all automated. But then more importantly, teaching them a sales process on the back end that involves Zoom, that involves doing uh, doing doing the calls to the leads. And then instead of, you know, inviting yourself into the home we're setting up a time to do that, try to get the bill immediately, try to get the the problem solved or the problem addressed immediately on that initial call so that that way there's a reason to get on a zoom call maybe later on that afternoon or the next day um, you'd actually be surprised how many people are actually afraid of selling digitally yeah it's weird they just they <laughs> I, I, I don't know i i always grew up in the in the marketing world selling digitally so it's not that big of a deal to me but i mean if anybody's ever really having any any anxiety about being able to sell over the over the internet just realize that um, you're still selling to humans. You're still, you know, we're still people. Just because there's a screen between you and me doesn't mean that there can't be a transfer of enthusiasm. And As we all know, a sale is made when there's a transfer of enthusiasm. Right. Um, so there's, there, that was that was one way that it affected us. Um, it was a little bit of a rough period, but we got through it and everybody awesome. seemed pretty happy. And I, honestly, it's it's streamlined a lot of my clients' business model.
1: Yeah, definitely
2: i've had clients tell me oh my god i'm gonna get rid of my office now
1: a lot of people i feel like i've been predicting this for almost a week i think that the majority of offices are going to be shut down because of this whole pandemic thing you know people are not going to want to go to the office their businesses are restructuring to be for people to work at home um, utilizing different platforms to ensure that people are still productive so um you know, you got to adapt, you know, those who survive adapt and it sounds like you're doing a really great job. What would be one tip that you have for the listeners, um, either in creating multiple streams of revenue or helping increase the revenue in their businesses?
2: Um, well, two things. Number one, don't wait for something to be perfect. Go out and do it. Actions speak louder than words. Um, and then number two, I had to learn this lesson the hard way, but know your numbers. Yes, asks you what your what your cost per lead is, know it. When it, when somebody asks you what your cost per acquisition is, which is I, like a lot of people don't know what their cost per acquisition is, know what your cost per acquisition is. You know, know how much money it's going to take you to acquire a client and how how much money it's going to cost you to, to, if you lose a client, you have to replace that client. Um, if you don't know those numbers, then getting through the ability to scale past anything past 10, 15 K is really, really hard.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know? Great advice, man. Um, cool. So, um, you know, how are people going to connect with you? You know, you gave some really interesting uh, information about power, the whole, that whole structure to be able to make additional revenue in the solar industry. Uh, how, how do you want people to be able to connect with you? What's your best way?
2: Uh, you can always reach out to us on our Facebook page, uh, Ledu enterprises, um, facebook.com slash Ladoo enterprises. Um, that's usually the best way to reach us. We're always on Facebook. How
1: do you spell Ladoo
2: L E D is in Delta O U X is an x-ray enterprises with an S.
1: Fantastic. Uh, you
2: yeah, can also, would- you can also check us out at LeduEnterprises.com, And, um, we also have some, some really, really cool material coming down the pipeline. For uh, once we all get released from the COVID stuff, so um, keep out for watch. Uh, keep it. Keep an eye out for that as well.
1: Fantastic! All right, you heard of people. So we got Wayne uh, Ledoux. He's uh, the CEO and founder of Ledoux Enterprises. Go ahead and reach out to him. Uh, I'm sure he has some great content for you. Uh, thanks for joining the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.
2: All right, thanks, Tom. Appreciate your time.
0: Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit ismartnetworks.com guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.